Hi, I'm Jamie Leitner. As a life coach, my goal is to help you live each moment knowing you're amazing. There's no magic potion or three-step guide that will fix all your problems, but join me each episode as we discover how you see and value yourself literally dictates how you enjoy life. Get ready, because it all begins with you. Hello and welcome to another edition of It All Begins With You, where we kind of break down the good news and the bad news of that, because the great news is that uh, you it does begin with you and you have uh, options. And that's why we, we break it down each week with a different topic of how we can move through life, learning how to value ourselves more. This week's topic, we talked last time about um, the difference in fear versus love when we when we act all of our emotions are rooted in fear and love and so we're gonna take a a little trail off of fear this week in what jamie the mode of comparison Mm, okay so when you're comparing it's based in fear not love absolutely all right so what does that mean as we are valuing ourselves that we're going to be motivated by fear and it comes out in comparison Well, we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts about that greatest human need is to feel valued. Right. And when we, because we're programmed to be that way, it's how we operate human nature. We want to feel a value in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, We, instead of realizing who we are and being proud of that and valuing that, we seek it externally. Yeah. So we're constantly looking outside of ourselves to decide that we're okay. Well, what do we use as a basis to measure that? What do we use externally to measure are we of value or not? The person we're standing next to, mm-hmm. right? Which is great when you're standing next to someone you feel like you're like a step ahead. <laughs> like, right. oh, my kids are pe- behaving appropriately in the grocery store. That mom's kids mm-hmm. having a meltdown in my, you know, in the middle of the aisle. I must be rocking it as a mom today. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, so you're on this great feeling of I'm a great mom until you stand next to somebody else or maybe the next day your kids having a meltdown in the middle of the aisle and somebody Mm -hmm. else has their you know crisscross applesauce going on right in the cart and you're like oh wait maybe I'm not as good as a mom as I thought I was yesterday (laughs) right so comparison is very volatile you know it's short-lived you you're either up or you're down and it's not it's not constant it's not something that is going to stick with you. And so because... It's not a real basis for for actually finding value is what I hear you saying. Yeah, no, it's too It's fluid. fleeting. It is, it's totally based on who's in the room. It's totally based uh, situation to situation. And you can't possibly keep it up all the time. Exactly. And worse than that, it goes against your own intuition and your own guidance system. Mm-hmm. Because now instead of making choices based on your own moral compass... You are either trying to live up to somebody else or keep proving that you're better than somebody else. Sure. Which is really no way to live. You know, we talk about mm-hmm. not wanting to be better than someone. Yeah, preach it all you want. Don't ever feel like you're better than anybody else. Well, 
it's kind of a survival instinct yeah. of, well, in order to feel okay with me, I've got to be at least just a little bit better than so-and-so. Right. I remember this movie, and I can never remember it. I should probably just Google it sometime, but I've quoted it for years. It's about a Marine, and he goes into this training, and he's just doing awful, and everybody is mean to him, except for his roommate, who's a little bit overweight and also, you know, trying to go through this boot camp, right? And he's asking his roommate, like, why why are you so nice to me? And he's like, because you're my Mississippi. And he's like, you're what? I, I don't get it. And he's like, well, nobody likes Alabama, but compared to Mississippi, Alabama's not <laughs> yes. so bad. And and so like that's what he was getting at is like I'm nice to you and I'm I'm friendly because you're making me look good. Right. <laughs> right. Which is a point of humor in the movie, but there's a lot of truth to that. If we constantly look around at others who are doing it worse than us to make ourselves feel better, right. um, then, then we're not actually valuing who we are. Are and being okay with that, we're justifying yes. that we're doing enough to be okay. Yep. And the opposite is true. Sometimes then when we get overwhelmed or we just give up on trying to measure up, then we take the opposite. Well, I'll never be as good as, and I'm fine with that. And we sink mm, into that identity, okay. which is still devaluing ourselves. Yeah. I have noticed like admiration is like the flip side of the com- the negative comparison. Like I start to admire ad- a friend for how good she is at this mm-hmm. thing. And before I know it, I'm really down on myself that I'm not that. Yep. Ooh. And then as a coping mechanism, you flip it. Well, I don't care. I guess I, mm. I'm fine with just, you know, being the worst mom on the planet. I'm fine with being horrible at my job or being yeah. an unfriendly person. You know, they wear the, the badge of honor of, well, that's just who I am. Right. But it's not genuine. It's a coping mechanism because you feel like you can't live up. So now we're going to just bring the bar back down to where you can actually own it. And it just feels more comfortable. So you can act like a rebel about it, but yeah. still really inside not be okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anytime you're devaluing yourself to mm-hmm. justify something that's that's not healthy. So that makes sense. That's kind of why we jump into comparison. That makes complete sense to me yes. as you say that. Um, I, I'm i curious. I've actually seen this in my kid. He talks a lot about like the so-and-so is better at soccer than me. I'm good, but I'm not, I'm not that good. And mm-hmm. it's so hard as his parent because I'm like, he loves soccer. But if he compares himself to everybody else, he will he could talk himself out of playing and he's he's a good little soccer player. Right. Just, you know, if I'm not trying to be biased or anything. Like he's got talent, but if he gives up because he's not the best. Right. You know, so how do we how do we encourage um I mean I know that that might be too difficult in an 8-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you have some some challenges and some some things to consider or how we would apply this to ourselves but even as a parenting tool when we if we're seeing this in our kids they're already starting to do it at such a young age comparing themselves to their peers right well and that's where measurement is it's a part of life yeah and you know you have to measure to bake a cake you know i've tried not to right it doesn't work <laughs> good point <laughs> and so we have to learn how to balance where we is appropriate to use measurement and where it's not. Mm. And when it comes to valuing ourselves, we have to have that firm belief system of I am a value just because. Like we right. talked about before, I'm not vi- valued because I. Yeah. No, I am a value just because. So there's a, there is a difference between noticing different talent levels or noticing different abilities. I mean, obviously, I don't play piano like Beethoven. 
but I play. Yeah. So, yes, there is a difference. However, it's when if I don't play like Beethoven, now I'm going to take it to the extreme of I'm nothing or like in, in it some way associates to my identity. Mm-hmm. That's when that's when we've got to pull away from the, the measurement tool. Measurement is a tool. You know, if you want to get better at a skill, you're going to measure your progress. You're going to measure your growth. Okay, great. You want to be able to score more soccer goals than you did two weeks ago. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Until it becomes something that you base your value and your worth on. Mm -hmm. So that's where going back to it all begins with you. You know, you want to be able to encourage your kid to see who he is and have confidence and know that he is enough while being able to admire other people's gifts. Mm. There's see the difference. Yes. One is hooked in as I need to or I you know, have to compare so that I can either be better or make sure I know that I'm worse. And the other one is just admiring someone's differences. You know, you don't look at someone's eyes and be like, oh, yours are green and mine are blue. I guess I should have green ones. Mm. No, we admire the differences. I still like my eyes and I can like yours. Mm-hmm. That's good. So um, how do we, how does, how else does this play out? Um, I hear you, these are some really good examples I'm hearing that are, it's almost like some indicators that we've already pointed out. You know, if you start going that, well, I'll never be, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And you go that dire- direction or are, at least I'm not. These are some phrases that if you kind of right. hear yourself saying it out loud, these could be indicators that you are comparing a yes. lot. What do we do with that when we start to go down that comparison trail? How do we come back to valuing ourselves? So an exercise I like to use for myself personally, and and I began to use it with my clients as I first experimented with it myself was, you know, if nobody else was here, how would I feel about my decision? And I would try and imagine myself in this world with nobody else watching me and just really, really use my imagination to kind of flush that out. You know, um, if I fall, you know, when I'm learning how to ride a two-wheeler and I fall in the backyard and nobody's there, do I care? Yeah, I don't because I know that that's part of learning how to ride a two wheeler. Now, if I have an audience, now I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing, right? <laughs> right? And so you can see how learning just to visualize letting people go and asking yourself, you know, as you let other people fade, ask yourself how you feel about your decisions and how you feel about you. And if if you still struggle with how you feel about you. That's an indicator that you need to build that relationship. And that's what we talked about a couple mm-hmm. episodes before as well. Right. Okay. Is that the relationship you want with yourself? I mean, you can have that relationship with yourself where you don't like you. That's an option always. Mm-hmm. But is that what you want? And go back to first building that relationship with yourself. And then you can utilize the exercise. Okay, wait, I'm attaching too much to the external pieces. I'm comparing myself to decide who I am. If I let them fade... Am I okay with me? Yeah. And begin there. And then another tool that I find um, helpful is I love to use the word permission because we we always have these high standards and what's right and wrong. And so a lot of times fighting those knee-jerk responses creates a block. Mm. Whereas if I say I'm going to give myself permission to be human, then it gives me permission 
to be human. Like I've given myself an out per se. And same thing with like a defense mechanism when we when we respond to other people like, oh, well, why are they like that? And I should be like them or I shouldn't be like them. Now I'm going to give them permission to be human. Yeah. So now I'm un, I'm undoing my own mental block of how to live up somewhere by giving myself permission to not or right. just to be me. And so well, that like maybe somewhere along the way we kind of establish our own set of rules. I think yes, that's I I hear you say the do. word permission and it's it's very freeing to me yes. to hear that because you know, I, I have a set of rules and somebody can tell me, oh, just lower your expectations. Like like about housework, for example. Oh, you got to set the bar lower. You've got littles. And it's like, well, just saying out loud, oh, I can have a dirty house because I have littles yeah. doesn't actually <laughs> free me from the stress I feel inside yep. from the mess I see. Because it goes against your self-created rules and expectations. Exactly. So like... I have to actually give me permission, which I mean, this is why the the whole podcast is called It All Begins (laughs) With You is is each one of us has to do this for ourselves. It starts with us individually. So I love that word permission, too, that, that it's it's very much like saying, yes, this is your rule. But we're going to knock that rule off in this for this reason, because there's a why behind that. Yes. Yes. And it, and the why is giving yourself that freedom to mm-hmm. be you. But sometimes we have to get out of our own way. And and I've just found using this permission technique helps us get out of our own way, which it's pushing us into the challenge that we're going to talk about later. But when you going back to so we've let everybody fade. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we're thinking about, OK, who am I and what do I believe? So you give yourself permission to be led by your heart. But here's where comparison bites us in the butt. We all of a sudden take this challenge to be like, oh, I'm gonna be led by my heart. But then when someone does it differently, it scares us and it challenges us. And and the judgment comes out because, Mm. wait a minute, now what does that do do to all my rules? So step two is giving other people permission to be led by their heart. Okay, so our challenge as we're talking about fear and you know how it leads to comparison yeah what is our specific tangible challenge this week that we want to try and do i want to challenge everyone to listen to your discernment the next time you want to make a decision and you're up in your head and the anxiety's coming and the fear's coming and the right and wrong's coming take a breath step back take a breath and listen to your heart listen to your gut and then lean into that decision of what your heart is telling you. And the challenge comes in in letting it be okay if it's different from those around you. Mm, What a good challenge. I love this because I think that um, when I'm thinking back to what we talked about before about our our behavior comes from either a place of fear or a place of love. And so if we are comparing ourselves as we've been talking about this whole episode, we are living in that fear we're making a decision based off of what other people around us are doing maybe i should do it like them or what other people's opinions of what we really want to do prevents us from doing what we really feel like we're supposed to so you're saying lean into the heart yes and it's gonna be a hard challenge yeah it can be scary and that's why i like to say sometimes you just gotta strap on a pair and and do it 
<laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, no. Of course, I'm talking about strapping on a pair of wings, you know. Right. From okay. my Dare to Fly series. <laughs> I love to have a little fun with that one. But it's true. I mean, when you think of strapping on a pair of wings, that takes courage. That mm-hmm. takes bravery. And it really does take courage and bravery to let go of comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, we've talked before about how we get a lot of our validation of whether we're right and wrong based on somebody else. So it takes bravery to listen to your gut, trust your gut, and let it be okay that you might be different from somebody else. Thanks for listening to It All Begins With You, produced by Tanya Hernandez with music by Isaac Isham. Click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to have the latest episodes delivered right to your phone. Jamie Leitner is a certified life coach through Turning Leaf Health and Wellness and can be reached online on Instagram, Facebook, and at jamielightner.com. 